Hi, and welcome to a quick thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or word of encouragement in a short, to-the-point format. Here we go. Student motivation has always been critical, but perhaps never more critical than it has been and will be in the midst of this pandemic. And so today we're going to be talking about one specific way that you can help your students to have self-motivation. Now we're going to be talking about a whole lot more of these ideas, ways to engage your students in our respectful, responsible, and engaged training. Uh, We're going to be having a couple um, live trainings coming up here um, to help you prepare for back to school. And you can get the details and sign up for free at teachfortheheart.com slash trainings. That's teachfortheheart.com slash trainings with an S. But one of the ways that you can do this is by helping students to set their own goals and to track their progress. Now, I got these steps. There's four steps for helping students set and reach goals. I got these from The Leader in Me, which has so many phenomenal ideas. Um, We also explore this concept in Beyond Classroom Management, and we're going to explore it in our Respectful, Responsible, and Engaged free live training here uh, coming up soon. So here's the steps to help students set and reach goals. Step one is to set specific, realistic, measurable goals. Um, So you need to help them set goals that are actually specific and that you can measure. In other words, not just get better at reading, but maybe increase to level 3.6 or whatever it is. Um, So set, uh, if they have something they want to do, what's a way that you can measure it? Make it specific so you know if you hit it. Number two, you got to take those goals and translate them into action steps. So let's say your goal is to improve a reading level. Well, you might set specific action steps to get there. You're going to read so many books a week or you're going to, you know, try these, uh, take these special tests or work with a tutor or whatever it is, whatever is on the list. Um, You can tell I am not an elementary reading teacher. Those probably are not the best of the best ways to do that. But whatever it is, whatever situation you're talking about, you're translating them into action steps. Now, who does this will depend on the age of your students and also on their practice and their experience level in writing goals. So the first time you do this with your students, they're going to need a lot of help translating things into action steps, especially if they're younger. But the older your students are and the more they practice writing their own goals, the more they should be able to write their own action steps and the less they should need you. That is the goal, especially as your students get older and as they gain experience over the course of the year with writing goals. So you set, number number one, set specific, realistic, measurable goals. Number two, translate them into action steps. Number three, track progress. This is so important because if a goal is just out there, it's you don't always, you can easily forget about it, right? So they need to have a way to track their progress and see how it's going. So back to the reading level, maybe they're going to take a little quiz every week to see where their reading level is at. Uh, Whatever it is, there's got to be a way to track progress. Now this can be um, both on the full goal or it can also be on the action steps. So you you can check progress in both of those areas. And then step four, set up regular accountability meetings, okay? So your students need to be responsible to somebody. Now, this is totally going to depend on your situation. If you are in a self-contained elementary classroom with 
15 students, um, then you can probably be the accountability person for every student. And maybe you can check in with all of them every week or every other week on their goals. But if you are in middle school or high school and you have 120 students, that is virtually impossible. So maybe that you could do, uh, here's one example of what you could do. You could do this a whole bunch of different ways, but maybe you would say, well, once a week for the last five minutes of class, um, students are going to meet with their accountability partner, all right? And then they have a peer that they meet up with, that they check in with, and they compare their goals. So that accountability partner is good because once again, if you know that's coming, it keeps the goal top of mind. The accountability partner can also help recognize if something is getting in the way of them being able to accomplish their goal. So that's you as a teacher. You might notice, man, like they don't have access to a computer. I need to get them access to a computer. Um, So if there are peers, you can help teach the peers that, hey, if there's something that needs my help as the teacher, you know, bring that to me. And so you can work with them with that as well. Obviously, this is there's a lot more to this. We talk way more about this in beyond, our Beyond Classroom Management course. If you're interested in finding out more about that, you can go to teachfortheheart.com slash beyond. And then I also invite you to our free um, Respectful, Responsible, and an Engaged training. We're going to be talking about how to help students uh, be more motivated and create a classroom culture where students are working together uh, to accomplish their goals. And I'd love to invite you to that. Hope you can join us at teachfortheheart.com slash trainings. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.